Father, we thank you. We ask and we say there is illumination. The highs of your understanding is enlightening. We say there is no confusion in this atmosphere. Every heart can be healed as we see ourselves in you. The name alone is glorified. Even as we are in the fire, in the name of Jesus. Amen. Amen. Wow. Amen. Amen. All right. Stability in prayer. Um, sorry. Supplication <laughs> in prayer. Not stability in prayer. <laughs> Supplications in prayer. Let's continue our series. Um, 1 Timothy 2 verse 1. I love the way we prayed this um, as we were doing the opening prayer. Uh, because um, if you teach prayer, you should pray. So one of the reasons for this series is that after we're done, we'll probably create time tonight to just pray. And this weekend, get ready. Um, it's going to be a prayer galore, as you know. Uh, so that is one of the reasons you guys are here. Um, so this weekend, so if we can if we can pray as much as we can this week, this today, would we'll just the weekend we we'll pray through in the weekend. And um, we trust God for what God wants to do because uh, if you do a lot of teaching on prayer and you are not praying, it is nothing. It's like saying you. It's like saying that you went to um, to gym and no results. You just gym, gym every day, gym, gym, gym. And as you are gym, you are eating, you are going back to eat uh, all bowl of a bar, all bowl of fufu. First Timothy two verse one. 1 Timothy 2, 1. 1 Timothy 2, verse 1. It says, um, for, for him, it says, uh, I exhort therefore the first of all supplications, prayers, intercessions, and giving of thanks be made for every man. It says, I exhort therefore supplications, prayers, intercessions, and giving of thanks be made for every man. And if you notice, there was that emphasis on supplication that we saw last week and we looked at some references we looked at some texts of scriptures uh and the references last week and we said that it was used the word supplication was used about 18 times in the new testament greek and we say that uh we, we said in ephesians in, in you see you see where it was used in uh luke 1 verse 13 Luke 2 37, Luke 5 3, Romans 10 1, Philippians 1 4, Philippians 4 6, Ephesians 6 18, 2 Corinthians 9 4, 1 Timothy 5 5, 2 Timothy, 2 Timothy 1 3, Hebrews 5 13. So we saw that supplication seemed to be a continuing work. And, um, and I told us last week, I said, supplication means legitimate, heartfelt, and specific requests legitimate heartfelt and specific requests legitimate heartfelt and specific requests um, that is something that is pressing when we say supplication it means something that is legitimate heartfelt uh specific request so it's like uh, uh, and you know as i believe uh, it's it, i believe yeah, this, this, like I said, I believe this supplication is the missing link in our, in, in our knowledge, in, in our knowledge of prayer. I, I believe it strongly that, we, yes, we pray, right, as a church, we pray, um, I believe, I, I think, I mean, I want to believe that we pray, right? Yes, 
But I just, I just believe that the missing link in our prayer lives is supplication. It's this teaching we're studying. And um, it seemed to be the missing link in many prayer lives. So it's like something, so because it's like something you put a sense of, supplication is something you put a sense of urgency to. When we say supplication, it's, it requires a sense of urgency, like, you know, applying urgency to what you want. It's like saying, it, and it is your own attitude in prayer. I'll give you some explanations. It's like saying, it's like saying you, you, uh, you want to, you know, when you're hungry, there's a different way you cook, right? When you alone, you're hungry. You know, there's a way food gets faster. You increase the stove to number 10, right? The, the gas to number 10. You just want to, I, I know Joy will be able to relieve very well because I know that when she's hungry, that's when she just enters the kitchen and just makes something very fast. But, so there's that, you know, there's just that sense of what it is. Cooking might not do it. But let's say, um, let's say, let's, let, let's give an example of urgency in the sense of, uh, uh, how do you, you have been desperate for money before? Desperate, you don't have money and you are looking for money. And you just finally, somebody now tell you, I will send you the money very soon. Hope you know that. The way you'll be checking your phone. You, because when you say very soon, very soon means very soon, right? You'll be checking your phone like, okay. Uh-uh. So any, anything that just do, do in your phone, Zell, no, no, not yes, Zell, and that email from scam, from scam. <laughs> Different things. Now, supplication requires a sense of urgency. There is that sense of urgency to supplication. And it is your own attitude to prayer. Supplication is your own attitude to prayer. So the fact that we can pray shows that. You know, let me tell you something about prayer, right? You see, a lot of people believe that. And I will try not to be careful in this series. A lot of people believe that. Yes, God controls the world, everything. True, true, true. God does. But you see, the fact that we can pray shows that there is authority with man with the things on earth. You and I can change the course of things on earth with our prayer. See, they, they just seem to be a way we can change the course of things with our prayer. So, it seems as though the authority on earth has been given to man such that when he prays, there are results that can happen. That's why you read in, you read in that, uh, you read what, I always say this quote every time, what John Wesley said, that it, it seems as though God won't do anything except we ask him. It seems as though God won't do anything except we ask him. So that shows that if we know that things depend on how you will pray. So, so now, I want you to think of something and I want you to listen carefully. I beg you pay attention to what I'm saying. So now, see. Look at what John Wesley said again. And I want you to process it. It seems as though God won't do anything except we ask him. So, if we know that things depend on how we pray, how would we pray? How would you pray? 
how would you pray? So it means that, you know, it's, it's like a football game, right? Just, just, just that urgency again. I, I don't think I'm done with this, with that urgency. When we say sense of urgency. You know, it's like saying you, you want a contract. You're a business person and you want a contract, right? And they give you an appointment and say, let's say you have a contract with Elliot Mox. And they give, you a con they give you a time and they say, come in by 10 p.m. Do you know you'll have been there by 7? Am I saying 7? You'll have been there by 5 p.m. You'll have dressed up, do everything. Because you know that your life depends on the meeting. I remember, I remember the time my pastor was in New York. And I've been testing him since, let's say, yesterday that, ah, sir, um, when can I see you? You know, you are around, you know. So, I now tested him. Let's say I tested him this morning. He now said, so around 7, 8, he now said, meet me, I'll be free at 5 p.m. Eh? And, and I said, please, sir, send me your address. Me, I was still thinking, two hours drive, latest. Please, sir, send me your address. And he just sent me his address. And I just saw, five hours, 30 minutes. Eh? I just jumped off of the bed. You know, so I now put five hours, 30 minutes, starting from my route. As at that time, I was still lying down, texting and checking the address. GPS was telling me I would get them five dots. Ah! <laughs> and he said I should pick him up from the house at five. Ah! If you see the speedboat that I use, the speedboat I used to bath, speedboat I used to drive, I was just driving, looking at police. <laughs> I got the five for one. I was even, I was even feeling too late. Ah, and that's the fastest way I've ever driven in my life before. Because I even had to stop to buy gas, and I still got there five for one. That sense of urgency. <laughs> <laughs> Are you seeing it? Sense of urgency. Because you can't imagine. So he told me that if I don't call five, he has a meeting at seven. I'll be six thirty or something. That he must be back home at six thirty. So I now thought about it. He wait to. You know, as at the time he gave me the address he was already reading that i will get to the place five so i was thinking with my baby with my dressing up with my packing my bag with my buying gas hey i'll get there see so i will just i'll just zoom bye <laughs> so that's what i say ah sorry yo, i have meeting we'll talk later so i will not drive for sorry yo. i have meeting i have never in my life, driven that fast before. I told myself, police catch me, they catch me. This <laughs> I told, I damned all the consequences. I drove 120. <laughs> Zoo! I drove. I was just looking around, looking at police, looking at police, looking at police. That says emergency. <laughs> so, you see that meeting now, it mattered to my life. That was what we call sense of urgency. And I just had to see him for one hour thirty minutes. That's all. Is he even up to one hour thirty minutes? But just maybe, maybe one hour thirty minutes. He gave me extra time. Is it because of you? <laughs> he gave me extra. He gave me, he gave me plus extra time. It's just like World Cup match that 
especially this last World Cup, they would just put plus nine. I feel like that was the, especially when some people are playing, when Messi is playing, they put plus nine, so that the other people will quickly score. Like, I just feel like some people are just, this, this last World Cup, but God was, God in his infinite mercy allowed us to win our World Cup. Glory to God. Nobody is talking. Glory to God. You see? So, you must be involved in the prayer. When we say you must be involved in the prayer, I wish some of you are, are soccer fans here and see how Messi was involved in the match. No, like almost all the goals that Argentina scored in the last World Cup, in almost all, Messi, except the penalties, Messi had a pass to play in it. 90% of all the goals that Argentina scored, Messi, because he was playing with his life. This is my last World Cup, and I have to carry this cup for my career to be sealed. So he played like his life depended on it. When he scores, you will see the you will see the utmost joy. You will see, you will see a guy who put his life into it. No, I'm not joking. No. Go and watch the highlight again. When he scores like this, especially when he scored, because there was a penalty event scored on the final game. When he scored the penalty, I've not seen Messi lie down to rejoice. Messi lie down to rejoice. Because when they score a goal, they rejoice. They don't celebrate. That's not celebration. This is rejoicing. <laughs> they are galling. <laughs> but you will see a man who puts his life into it. So, it means that you must be... So, when we say supplication, you must be involved in the prayer. In your request, you must be involved in it. And I told us this from the Greek word, this is. This is means your heart is in it. Your heart is in what you are doing. It's not just from Instagram to TikTok, from TikTok to Shushub to Facebook, from Facebook to WhatsApp status. You, if the even the tongues go as any miss with your your mouth, wow, wow, ah uh, ah, uh. see, it's like that um, that guy on social media, that they ah uh, ah, uh, puts a nachos and eating nachos, ah ah, like wow, <laughs> like 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 swipe swipe left, <laughs> that's what some of you do when you are you are praying though. Pray, then you not come and put seven to ten. Pray, and it is seven to ten. You were just scrolling through TikTok. If I you were watching live videos on TikTok, it's good. Good, 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 and you say you are praying. And you say you are changing the lives of men. You know what? Pastor! 
Ah, do you scroll to TikTok? <laughs> look at Lucky Level. Look at that Lucky Level and Lucky thing that we looked at last week. Look at it again. Go to Lucky Level. Let's see it again. Lucky Level and Lucky thing. Look at it. Look at look at Lucky Level. He said. Don't forget it, that chapter one, in that verse one. Are you seeing? Are you, are you seeing how to read in context, right? Okay. Look at it, that verse one. You already talked about prayer, right? Okay. That the disciples should teach him how to pray, right? The disciples should. The disciples came to meet him and said they should teach him how to pray. Then Jesus just kept talking, right? Are you seeing how parables work? He now shared the story. Just now shared the story to them and said, "See, in that look at in verse um of look at let's start from verse five. And he said, which of you will have a friend? And shall go to him at midnight and say, Friend, lend me three loaves. For a friend of mine is in his journey. He's come before me and I have nothing to send before him. And he, and look at verse 7. He says, And he from within shall answer and say, Trouble me not. The door is now shut. And my children are with me in bed. I cannot rise and give thee. So it means... Nothing can happen again. But look at what he now says in verse 8. I say unto you, though he will not rise and give him, but because he is his friend, yet because of his importunity, he will rise and give him. That means the attitude. He's not rising to give him because of the friend. See it. He's writing to give him, he's writing to give him because of his opportunity, opportunity, the attitude, that is, the never give up attitude. Are you seeing it here? He, that, the fact that he's not stopping, he's disturbing me. Okay, he's like, oh, you know, the opportunity, I explained this to us last week. Look at Luke 18, go to Luke 18, we've seen Luke 11, look at Luke 18, another parable again. Look at Luke 18, the, the, the widow. The story of that widow. If you read that story again, if you start from verse 3, where it says the judge and the widow and all of those things to verse 5, where it says he will advise her, lest by her continual coming. Look at it in verse 5. It says, lest by her continual coming, she will really me. So it shows that the attitude, you look, that means that in that look 11 and look 18, the attitude, it, the attitude is what got the answer. The attitude. So that shows there is an attitude to prayer. It is the attitude that got the answer. So the attitude behind what was demanded for is what is the issue. What's your attitude behind it? So some of us now, we have some issues we need to deal with in prayer and that's the time we are going through TikTok. That's the time we are going through Facebook. That's the time we are going through WhatsApp. That's the time we are going through... You know, that's the time we are just... No, that's the time we're just frivolous. So, look at something now. So, so, I told us last week, I said, supplication is an attitude. Is an attitude. First John 5 verse 14. First John 5 verse 14, it says, And this is the confidence that we have, that when we ask anything according to his will, he heareth us. When he says, in, when he says, when it says according to look, go to that first John 5 verse 14. First John 5 verse 14. Go there. He says, and this that if we ask anything according to his will, he heareth us. Now, the critical question you ask in prayer is that if it is, if it is now, so that shows that now let me ask you, is it God's will or your will that matter in prayer? 
Your will. It's your will that matter. So if it is so your which your will is critical in ground. If it is about my will, then it shows my attitude is key. It shows that our attitude in prayer is key. So results come because of the power, proper attitude in prayer. Many of us, the see results. How many of you want to see results in prayer? Let me see your hands. See, results come because of our attitudes in prayer. I'll tell you a story of Emma Emerson McPherson, the founder of the Four Squares Church. See, her mom was somebody who was like giving to ministry, but backslidden and all of those things. But when her mom was giving birth to Emerson McPherson, her mom supplicated in tears and prayer, in prayer and prayer and fasted and prayer and prayer and prayer. I told, as kept speaking, was that this daughter, she would not, I mean, she will reach the nations of the world. She, she kept speaking, was as a, because she has persisted, the daughter will not backslide. The daughter will rise up and become, the, the, become a great minister of the gospel. She did. Because of how the church first square is still standing today. She should, and in that time, women were like our citizens. Who were not like who were not really giving privileges to preach, but she excelled as a woman in ministry because she prayed. Somebody has supplicated for her in prayer. Supplication in prayer. So the attitude, it's so supplication is like an attitude on his own. Look at Genesis 18. Let's go back to that story of Abraham. Genesis 18. Let's go back to that story of Abraham in Genesis 18. You know, in that story of Abraham, Genesis 18, it's as though God supplied, God supplied Abraham on how to pray. Because if it, so if it was God's will, God would not have been telling Abraham what to do in prayer here. So it is not God who determined it. Because justice was at, justice was, was the point in this place. Abraham began to argue the matter. He stood in the gap to argue between Sodom and, and, and You know, he was just arguing the matter. Look at in verse 23. He says, And Abraham Jr. has said, Will thou also destroy the righteous with the wicked? He was, he was like, why, why could you do this? Because he had great power with God. He was arguing the matter. He read in verse 24. Per adventure, there are 50, 50 righteous in this city. Without destroy, spare the place of the righteous. So he was... Abraham, Abraham was like was like it was like a legal case here. Abraham was arguing the matter. You know, Abraham, Abraham was just he was like, look at what he said in that verse. He says, Without also destroy the righteous. Look at the verse 22. And the men turned their faces from there and went before. And Abraham stood yet before the Lord. Abraham was like standing in the gap. He was standing in the, for a man to stand in the gap for a nation. You know, I was telling people, I was, I was talking to a pastor friend today. I mean, it's a senior colleague, anyway. He was asking me, uh, when else have I come into Abuja to preach for him and all? So I said, I said so without any talking, I said, see, this thing we call ministry. People say, we are praying for Nigeria. We are praying for, we are praying for the United States. Well, one man, Abraham, stood in God for a nation. Well, that's why I, I, I told you, I've always told you, as a minister of the gospel, learn to pray for yourself. Oh. 
Learn to see. Let me give you an instance. Just imagine, like, I got to my pastor. You know, I just give you the story of my pastor, right? And I'm, I'm to discuss a business proposal with my pastor. And I told him, you know, let's say I got there late, like around five thirty, and he just had thirty minutes to see me. And we have to discuss the business proposal, and I have to sign certain things. And let's say our sister here now gives me a business to discuss with him so that he can help us, he can also assist in it. Do you think I will remember that 20 minutes or 30 minutes that I have with him? I will not remember. First deal with my own. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? I mean, you see what I'm saying? That is how life is. I will not remember our own business. Our best. Wait, this is where I'm going. I'll say, ah! Sorry. Sorry, I forgot. You know, that's life. So, you, you're not going to put you in AOB, any other business of the day. <laughs> that's how people pray for people. Some people, any other business of the day. Ah, uh, Lord, I remember Sister Favor. Uh, for that and knows that uh, uh, that is so big, law <laughs> that you change it, and that our teeth come back inside and stop coming outside, law. That's AOB. <laughs> you know. So just back to what I'm saying. I can supplicate for what is right. You know. Let me give you an instance of something. You know, we used to pray. If you know, if you pray for. If you pray about the rain and you say, Oh Lord, let not the rain fall because of this meeting. You know, we've done it. I remember our conference in 2020. The rain, in fact, as sat a day before, they were telling us 95%, was it 95 or 100% chance that it was going to rain that day? And, eh? 20, no, it happened both 2019 and 2020. It opened both, both years. And, we said we're going to pray because number one, the rain will affect it, right? And the rain was going to so you we, the rain will affect everything. People will not be able to come. We will not have a great meeting. We will blame it on the rain. So the best way, the best way we can do is to seize the rain, right? Because of the meeting. Now tell me, we've done that before. We've prayed. We're still going to do it much more now. But do you know that there is no scripture for it? I mean, what scripture do you want to say? The same rain that Lord, the same rain that followed the jobs. The same rain that followed the Lord. You will see the rain. What scripture do you have for me? You are only supplicating for what is right. In the sense that I don't want this rain. I remember years ago, I've told you this story before. Years ago, when we're trying to get people feel really good, I we're trying to get young people, about 20 people, young people, we're just getting them feeling really good. Ah, and that rain, you know, when the rain want to fall, you will know. When all the thunder starts striking, everything, the cloud was already dark. Everywhere was. When afternoon, in afternoon, it's already dark in the afternoon. Just know that we are here for a great. There is an outpouring, outpouring of this rain. So, so you just told me, go and stop this thing, or else the parents of these people will not let us rest. We are in trouble. We had to stop the rain. We stopped it. We said, Allah put at Allah put until the last person get to 
We bought the rain so you know that's supplicating for what is right because that was going to affect us is there a scripture that we could have used there's no scripture can you get to what i'm saying yes, sir. guys are you following me now yes sir to tell you that it's just like so it's just like so that's why i tell people i say even in, in prayers you you can supplicate for what is right it's like a legal case that's why i wish some of you have watched how to get away with more than you have seen Annalise Keaton. Oh boy. Have you seen how she goes to her nail to argue a case? She will. And that's because, see, it's not that it's not a life. You don't get it. It is not a life. It is somebody's case. And she will take it like. Have you seen it? She will take it like I'm going to die for you to win this case. That's the work of a lawyer. How many of you want to have a lawyer that does not care about your case? They don't want to collect your money and just go. And at least kidding in that um Viola Davids in that outgirl with mothers. When she's arguing for you, she's she's dealing with everybody. If she there's virtually no case she did not win, it's not what she tell you the world. There's always a loophole somewhere. I will stand in the gap. They, they will do all just for you to win your case they will see they will do all just to bring people out of prison go to the late that's supplication that's the best example of supplication it's just like also in raising the dead um you know when jesus was raising the dead too he called their names say uh, lazarus comfort you know the dead <laughs> You know, I'll, I'll, I'll talk about this later. Let, not, not today. You know, Abraham was like you too. Abraham was like you. Again, that Lord, with the wicked suffer, with the righteous suffer, and the wicked, you know, he was just arguing. So the real issue is with, the real issue many at times is life circumstances. Abraham kept talking. Abraham kept persisting. So, supplication has a persistent attitude to it. A never say die attitude to it. Like, I will not give up. Just like Alan is kidding enough to get away with mother. I will not give up till I see my results. A never say die. An unyielding attitude to it. That supplication that I will not give up on this case, sir. Ah! Like in Europe, I'm only. I will not, I will not agree. If you see an analyst, it goes to the, to the, to the point that the judge will be saying, order, 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 she's still talking. I, I mean, if I want her to get a good with mother, order, order, they're pretty bad. You will leave my court. I'm going to put you under probation. She's still saying, my lord, my lord, this is a I said, my law, my law, you jury, you're gonna hazard this. You stop, stop, stop. They even put out probation for a case that is not alive. It never said die. And that's because she doesn't say no for an answer. She doesn't want to take no for She must win. If we can do that in natural affairs, how much more? 
he never said die. Never said die. Look at Genesis 32. Genesis 32 verse 26. Please be open to these scriptures. Please. I want you to see it. Genesis 32 verse 26. Look at Jacob. Genesis 32 verse 26. Are you learning something? Yes, sir. Genesis 32 verse 26. Is this? And he said, let me go for the day break it. And he said, I will not let it go. <laughs> Except you bless me. And he said, what is thy name? And he said, Jacob. And he said, thy name shall be called no more Jacob, but Israel. For thou art a prince, and thou hast great power with God and with men. And thou hast what? Prevailed. Thou hast prevailed. There is like Yakol in the, in the Hebrew. It means access. Thou hast access. Like a drive-through path. Have your way. You have your way. So many a times we say pray until something happens. No, it's not pray until something happens. We rather say pray for something to happen. Pray for something to happen. There must be a specific circumstance that you are in conflict in and about. There must be. There must be a specific circumstance that you are in conflict in and about. Roik said. The key thing about supplication is that you are forming it around. You're just, you're just moving it. See, the attitude of supplication is the persistence. I wrote here in my notes here. I said, is the persistence bring is is the persistence, and is like a brilliant lawyer. So in supplication. There is an attitude of, I will win this. In supplication, there is an attitude of, I will win this. I will win this. So that shows, you know, I've seen Viola David. Sorry, sorry I'm using Viola David. I'm not sorry, but because I want to even make it clear for you. You will see Viola David in that how to get away with murder. She's crying on a case that is not her own. Emotions are involved in prayer. Something, something you are passionate, it must be something you are passionate about. Emotions are involved when it comes to supplication. Emotions are involved. Another case you will see, 1 Samuel 1. Go to 1 Samuel 1, the case of Anna. Because and one thing I will teach you, maybe not, not maybe not now, we'll see that later, is that it becomes sweeter when we are supplicating in tongues. <laughs> we'll, we'll, we'll check this later. Look at first Sam, first Samuel 1. First Samuel 1. Let's look at first Samuel 1. Supplication. Look at him. Look at in verse 2. He says, and he had two wives, and the name was them Anna and the other Penny, and Penny had children, but Anna had no children. Look at in verse 5. Look at in verse 5. But unto Hannah gave a worthy portion, for he loved Anna, and the Lord shot her womb. Now, when he says Lord shot her womb there, it just it simply means that there was limitation of medical science in their time. Medically, there was no way out. And you get what I'm saying. So, and because of their Jewish culture, Jewish culture is just like 
let me call uh, the religious cause or any small thing that happened is God that caused it. So medical science have not improved to that type to say, okay, maybe you have fibroid, maybe you have uh, something, maybe you have medical science knowledge have not improved. That is so any small thing. Hmm. The Lord has shot your room. You know, now there's no there's no even artificial insemination. It's artificial insemination that people do and and they'll just get there's no artificial insemination that time. The medical science has not grew. So she couldn't give birth. She just couldn't give birth. So we we can't say God shot her womb or something, no, no. You you already know the scripture of that, you get what I'm saying. She couldn't give birth. Look at the verse eleven. Because people would people don't know. <laughs> people don't know who that you are to get results. You know who don't know. Look at first Samuel eleven. Or let's start from verse 10. And she was in bitterness of soul and prayed unto God, unto the Lord, and wept sore. First Samuel 1 10. That word bitterness there is the word mara. It means discontent. Like a, a distress. She says she prayed and wept sore. Look at verse. Look at look at verse eleven. And she vowed and said, "Who Lord of hosts? This is supplication. If thou will indeed look upon the affliction of thy handmaid and remember me and not forget thy handmaid, I will give." She was simply saying, "I will give you this child. I will give this child to you." She was supplicating. I give me this all. If if I thought I I cannot raise him, just give me. I will give it to you. God, just give me this one. Supplication. A legitimate request. A legitimate attitude. I gave you the example of rain, right? Yes, sir. There's no scripture sometimes. A legitimate request. A legitimate attitude. Give me. She wept bitterly and prayed. She did not give up. And the attitude was the same. We've seen Abraham. The attitude was the same, right? We've seen Jacob, right? Yes. Now we have seen Anna. Never give up attitude to receive. A legitimate attitude. Look at Zechariah 10 verse 1. Zechariah 10 verse 1. Zechariah 10 verse 1. So, you must learn the act of supplication. He says, Ask ye the Lord in the rain, in the time of the letter rain, so that the Lord shall make bright clouds and give them showers of rain, and everyone grass in the field. <laughs> Look at Zechariah 12, Zechariah 12, verse 10. He says, And I will pour upon the house of David and upon the inhabitants of Jerusalem. The spirit of what? Grace and supplication. He says it will pour upon us. The spirit of what? Grace and supplication. So it deals with your soul. Supplication deals with your soul. It deals with your attitude. It deals with your soul. It deals with your attitude. The spirit of God in 
The Spirit of God works in us to produce emotions. The Spirit of God works within us to produce emotions. Tears, weepings can be supernatural in nature. Your tears in prayer can be supernatural. Your crying can be supernatural in nature. Let's move down to the four Gospels. Let's look at Jesus. One thing you will notice about Jesus, let's go to Mark, Matthew 14, verse 23, is the length of his prayer first. Matthew 14, verse 23. The length of his prayer. And when he had sent multitudes away, he went up into the mountain apart to pray. And, from, and, when, was, and when the evening was come, he was there alone. One thing to observe there, it was believed that he had spent six to eight hours in that place, just praying, according to the Jewish calendar. Six to eight hours. The length of his prayer. Mark 6, verse 46. Mark 6, verse 46. Mark 6, verse 46. He says, And when he had sent them away, he departed into the mountain to pray. He departed into the mountain to pray. Luke 6 verse 12. Luke 6 verse 12. So Jesus spent long in prayer. So supplication can be lengthy. It will take time. So uh, what are you doing? You are persisting, right? Yes, sir. You are like Vaula David, right? Presenting your case, right? Yes, sir. You are like Abraham. You are like Anna, right? Yes, sir. It can take that long in prayer. That's not it. You, when you are supplicating like that, you will not remember that you have phone. You will not remember that somebody exists beside you. You will not remember that you are weak. You will not remember that you are tired. Luke 6 verse 12. Luke 6 verse 12. I tell you, the remaining days for us this year is supplication. I tell you the truth. The way we are going to get a lot of results done. We are going to have to supplicate. Starting today into the weekend, we have a lot of what? Supplication to do. As we enter and approach our mission is possible, we've got a lot of supplication to do. And we will see results. Amen. Look at Luke was talk. And it came to pass in those days that he went out into a mountain to pray. And he continued all night in prayer to God. All night then, the Jewish calendar means 6 p.m. to 6 a.m., 12 hours. So supplication can be lengthy. So he wasn't just confessing the word and saying, I'm the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus. I know who I am in Christ. I am, I am not. No, he was praying. Jesus was praying. Look at John 11. Go to John 11. Everybody, let's open there. This is midweek service. You should open your Bible all the time. John 11. John 11, let's go to verse 33. John 11, verse 33. This was the, the death of Lazarus. Look at, let's start from verse 32. When Mary came, look at verse 32. And when Mary was there, when Mary was, when Mary was come, where Jesus was, and saw him, she fell down to say, saying, Lord, if thou has been there, my brother will not have died. Ah, yeah. That's, you know, that's a challenge. Ah, if you have been there. Like I tell you, I said, just imagine you were there. I would have been able to pay for it. 
and you have the money. Are you seeing it? It says that Jesus saw her weeping. And the Jews was also weeping, which came with her. What happened? He did what? He groaned in the spirit and was strong. That one groans. He sighed. He's like, he just groaned in the spirit. Like, it's like a sigh. Like a sigh. So we have rejoicing in the spirit, we have groaning in the spirit. Many of us have not, many of us have not even grown before. He saw her weeping and that weeping affected him. <laughs> he saw her weeping. Just crying and, and he was troubled. The Bible says he, he was troubled. And that weeping just affected him. Do you know what was happening? Jesus was getting involved in the request. He was getting involved in the request. Groaning is a sign of displeasure. Let me say, let me spell that word groaning for you. Groaning for you in the in the Greek. It's from the word E N B R I M A O M A I. I'll come again. E N B R I M A O M A I. Something like that. A compound word that means Anger or displeasure. Anger or displeasure. So he was as concerned. So you know what that means? The same feeling that Mary and Martha was feeling, he was feeling the same. He was as concerned like Mary and Martha. So it has, it has not, because, see, let me tell you something. See, this is everybody, look at me. If it has not touched your heart, it has not affected you. You are not hearing Viola David, in that how to get away with mother, argues like it is a case. And it's not a life. If it has not touched their heart, it hasn't affected you. Look at verse 41. Look at verse 41. It says, then they took the stone from the place. Where he was dead. And Jesus lifted his eyes and said, Father, I thank thee that thou hast heard me. In verse, I knew that thou heareth me always. He has been praying. He has been praying. He was praying. Groaning was an emotional request. Jesus was emotional. Some of you will say, Hard guy, hard guy, hard guy. Jesus was emotional. Jesus cried in prayer. Jesus was emotional. Go to Luke 22. Go to Luke 22. Everybody. First, Luke 22, verse 44. Luke 22, verse 44. Jesus was emotional in prayer. Are you learning something, guys? Luke 22, verse 44. And being in an agony, he did what? He prayed. What? Can somebody describe agony? Can you, can you demonstrate agony? Everybody? Let's do it. Let's do it. That's agony. Oh yeah! Oh! Have you been to where? Have you been to where? Somebody just died, and people are wailing before. 
who are expressing reagony. He now prayed earnestly and his sweat was as it were great drops of blood falling down to the ground. Let me tell you how Riyaboki explained what happened. Riyaboki said that scientists said that says that it is stress, an emotional reaction that has gone far, like an emotional reaction that has gone far. That is, whatever his request is, it has got. Let me tell you, look at me, everybody. Whatever his request is, it has got into his physical heart. His physical heart could feel it such that when people, if a doctor could move near him, they would tell him, ah, calm down, don't kill yourself. That's the Calm down, don't kill yourself. You know, if, if you pray like that today, and the Nanka recorded and put it on church media, say, what is what is what is their problem? Is it light they want? Don't we have light? Is it is it dollar? Just go and get. Just go hard. But because people don't understand prayer, he so he prayed so much that if a doctor had come to him, they would have told him, "Ah, calm down." That is physical. They could feel it in his. The prayer got to his physical that they could feel it naturally. So that requires so much strength. That was why it was as though they could flog him on the cross. Because he has felt it. That's why if you notice immediately he finished, the Bible says angels came to strengthen him. He was, you know, to the point that great, great drop. That's stress. 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 Look at how the book of Hebrews explains it. Hebrews 5 verse 7. Hebrews 5 verse 7. Hebrews 5 verse 7. So I believe we, 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 we are in the days of supplication in prayer, right? Yes, sir. Right, guys? Yes, sir. Hagony, right? Yes, sir. More agony. More emotions. More taking out. It's like many of us, we, we are not compassionate. We don't feel the pain. We are not feeling the pangs. Look at in Hebrews 5 verse 7. He says, Oh, in the days of his flesh, when he offered up prayers and supplication, with what? Strong cries and tears. Have you ever cried in prayer before? Have you? Jesus was praying for others and he was crying. If you read in John 17, you will see what he was praying about. 
He was praying to the Father and talking to the Father. John 17 just made us feel like he was just chanting. He was just releasing it. When he was actually... <laughs> that, was, that, that prayer was eratao. That is an intimate request. But he prevailed in the place of prayer. And that's why, as a pastor, as a disciple, as a minister of the gospel, you must learn... <laughs> a pastor has to be passionate about his flock. Many of you are very like, see, all of you look at me, all of you stop writing. A lot of you are very like a daisica about your disciples. Like a daisica. You must learn as a pastor to take people in the place of prayer. You have to be passionate for your flock. In the place of prayer. That's why it is after you are praying that you now have power. You cannot tell them, sit down, they will sit down. You cannot do that to somebody you have not prayed about. Imagine you are still begging to, 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 to come and to come and listen to the word. You have not prayed. It's after you have prayed. You cannot have authority to say, bring your right one just and take notes. Don't let me share certain things here. <laughs> when you find people who talk authoritatively, they are prevailing prayer. When I say, I will never bounce like you, you want to go and copy me? Me too, I will never bounce like. <laughs> they play. They are, they are people. See, see. It's just like saying, it's just like saying today now. I want to be stupid now. Don't compare myself with Reverend Naika or Pastor Ia Debui. Is it possible? They are men of God. They, they have, they, they have won, They have fought the beast of Ephesus. When they talk authoritatively, how many nations are here? They prevail in prayer. I read the story of Pastor Yadibu. He said he prayed for about 36 hours one time. There was an earthquake. The earthquake reached from Lagos to Ogun State. Ah! <laughs> Look at look at Luke 22. Go back to Luke 22. Everybody, quickly, quickly, quickly. I need you to open this part. Are you there? Luke 22 verse 31. Luke 22 verse 31. Look at something. And the Lord said, Simon, Simon, behold. Look at Jesus. He said, Simon, Simon, behold. Satan has desired to have you that he may swift you as wheat. Open your Bible now. Okay. But I have prayed for thee that thy faith fail not. When that converted, do what? Strengthen thy brethren. Look at something. Guys, look at me. Jesus has done what? He has prayed. Do you notice that? There's something about supplication 
that is just as though you have revelation. I don't know if you notice. It's just as though you will see something. I don't know if I'm supplicated before. There's just something about it. You just know something supernatural. It just produces. It just produces revelation. Look, let me tell you something. Jesus prayed for Peter. Right? Jesus prayed for Peter. And by praying for Peter, look at what one person did to the whole world. I don't think you got that. Look at me. Just by praying for Peter, look at what that one prayer for that one guy did to the whole world. So that shows there are specific people we are doing prayer. Not just that. Look at what Jesus did. For Jesus to come and tell you that. Satan, look at his revelation, look at me guys. Satan has desired to sweep you like wind. He now said, but I don't want. Look at the confidence, the audacity. He said, I have prayed for you. That's boldness. It means he knows what I'm saying. It means he has, he's done. That's authoritative. I've prayed for you. That when your, your faith will fail, you know. so Jesus is confident that no matter the denial that Peter wants to do, I pray for him, he's going to stand. He's going to stand strong. He said, I've prayed for you. That your faith will fail, that your faith will not fail. And look at something. Imagine there was no Peter. No, guys, look at me, guys. Think, think, think. Imagine there was no Peter in the scripture. We will not have Act 1, Act 2, Act 3, Act 4, Act 5, Act 6, Act 7, Act 8. So now look at, look at something carefully. Everybody look at me. Don't write again. Please look. Just listen. There are some people you will pray for differently among your disciples. You will know it within your spirit. As you, you see, as you, as you see, I am persuaded that people prayed for me. Me, I was a zero guy. I was, I was nothing. There are some people, you will know, as you meet them, as you meet them, maybe on our church, as you start following up on them, you start discipling them, you will just know that, ah, this one probably, maybe this is the person that is starting a fellowship in, in another city, in another nation. It's probably not going to stay here for long. It's going to... You just know that God wants to use this one mightily. Not that you will neglect others. But that one, he might give you the most problem. You will stay in prayer for him. Why did Jesus not pray for the rest of the disciples? He was specific on Peter. He knew. He said, when you are strong, Convert your religion. There are specific men that hold certain keys in life and ministry. We are not all the same. Don't let anybody see me and say we are the same. We are not all the same. We are not all the same. We are not all the same. We can't be the same. Peter was a, a fallacy to think we are the same. 
was important. And see, I believe this strongly that people were praying for me. I can't imagine that. I can't imagine my life without. How would I have done ministry? I don't like. I can't imagine it. Somebody was at the somewhere just standing in the gap for me in prayer. Sometimes you will pick this. And let me tell you something. Listen, everybody. Sometimes, many a times, you will pick this, especially when they are very young in the faith. Just go, you just know, ah, this one is a mighty army. Ah, ah, you will know it. We are, see, guys, listen to me. We are entering a strange season of supplication and prayer for the men that are under our care. We are entering that season of pressing deep in the place of prayer. We are entering that place where we won't say no. We're going to be like Alan Eskitin, Vala David on the lives of men. No, sir. This disciple cannot go. Mm-mm. You can't go. You have seen it. You are going to start a fellowship for us somewhere. We are going to stay on the lives of men in prayer. We are going to see that the chapter, the course of their life, look at what the devil meant for Peter. Do you know it's the same thing that Peter and Judas did? They all both denied Jesus. Peter used keys. This one used physical words. They all denied. But Jesus said, I prayed. So prayer, even though the person is hurting stubborn, the person is inconsistent, you just know, I pray for this one. This one cannot go. <laughs> it's my child. This one cannot go. We are not, so, we are not all the same. Oh. We are not all the same. Mommy will say, that's why Paul said, he gave some apostles, prophets, some, he does it all. He gave some. Paul say, eh, uh, some people want to be, some people will be looking at me and they say, uh, how the pastor is to do it? Oh, his grace. <laughs> we are not the same. Just like me, I should not compare myself with my pastor and say, oh, 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 just like Roman, like, oh, I'm, I want to kill myself. I can't imagine I should not compare myself to Pastor Adibui. I remember my pastor was talking one day, he said, so people are calling themselves General of Asia. He said, at least you will allow the General of Asia to die first. Before you call yourself General of Asia, do you know what it means to become General of Asia? He said, Shibi, if you want to call yourself so you say Obasia, you will not call yourself I've done Obasia. But you will not put the general there. He said, Do you know the man that is called General of Asia? He said, that You are not the same. I just want to. You can't do what I'm doing. Don't, come, don't kill yourself. You just maintain your race. Because <laughs> there are times, <laughs> because the burden of Jesus is given to you when you are praying for some people. You, how many of you have, you have been praying for some of your disciples and your emotions will just change? How many of you, you pray for some of your disciples before and the, the, 
You pray for one person, you are just normal. You just pray for this this person. You just that you will just be heavy. How many of you have felt that way? You, that's supplication. You, the burden of Jesus is on you on that person. Don't kill it and say, ah, why am I not feeling the same way for this person? No, no, no. They are not the same. Don't let me stay too long on this part. We'll talk about this later. I want to come close to Pastor to see how you do. You cannot catch me. Let's see what I'm doing. Supplication is heartfelt. It is emotional. Jesus' physical heart responded. You can't pray for so the way you are praying for castle. Say, I want to have a car. I want to have a car. You're not going to kill you there. You are not yet ready to pray. <laughs> what was this occasion we are talking about men? Situation, circumstance, you know the... Ah! Ah! I received the car, I received the car, I received the car. I take you now. Ah! I laban, I laban, I received it. Ah! 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 I received it, I received it. Oh! You are not yet ready. We are talking about situations. Circumstances. Men, souls, lives, act for. They prayed for the cause of the gospel. And the place was shaking. They shouted. The place shook. Acts 16 verse 25, Paul and Silas. They shouted in prayer. And the place was shaking. Their emotions were involved. At 20, at 20 verse 31. Look at it. At 20 verse 31. At 20 31. It says, Therefore watch, therefore watch and remember that by the space of three years I cease not to warn you every night. And they with what? With tears. Look at verse 36. And when he had thought spoken, he knelt down and prayed with them all. And they all wept and fell on posters and kissed him. Their emotions was evolved. Galatians 4.19. Galatians 4.19. My little children, of whom I travel again in bed. Take Christ before me. Pray for me, I close. Take Christ before me. Prayer will produce tears. Prayer will produce tears. Tear, pray, prayer will produce tears. Philippians 3.18. Philippians 3.18. Philippians Philippians 3 verse 18. He says, For many walk of whom I have told you, not that you were weeping, but they are the enemies of God. He's weeping. So weeping is spiritual. Yes, it's spiritual. Spiritual bodies make people cry. Spiritual bodies make people cry. And I'm persuaded. I just sense in my heart. I'm persuaded to tell you. We owe a lot of men under our care, our supplications. We owe them our tears. 
We owe a lot of disciples our tears and supplications. We owe them our prayers. You see, ah, my ministry is this, my ministry is this. Have you prayed? Have you cried? You don't get serious. Hey, people are just going, people are coming, people are You are not yet serious. Men that are serious, you go on your knees, they forget it and they die in the place of prayer. There's no man who prays with supplication throughout the scripture that didn't see results. No man! The pain with whom you are praying for can get you to cry. The pain with which you are crying for can get you to cry. I share a story. I remember one of you when, when she wanted to move down to Rochester. I, 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 she told me, we kept talking about it, we kept talking about it. They came to, they, they seemed to be in law of principalities. And I know she was led to come here. I knew it. Then it would look like when she's we started planning out, we started planning out, she will go to another place, she will go to another place, then eventually now come here later, maybe after like 10 years more. Prayer meetings will change, right? So now individual lives, 
in our prayer lives, in our prayer meetings, we would see more results as we pray. You know, someone who is not passionate about you cannot pray for you. Someone who is not passionate about you cannot pray for you. How passionate are you for your disciple? Does the person want you to grow? Are you for the lives of the men under your care? Have you spotted them and do you want to pray about them? I believe we should just bury ourselves in prayer this evening and just stir up something in our heart. Take any position you want to take tonight and just lose yourself. Wherever you are listening to my voice all over the nations of the world, I believe this has stirred your heart this evening. Wherever you hear me, consolation of the world this evening. I believe these messages will inspire you to pray. I will spark up something in your heart. We spark up a glory in your heart. We spark up a life. And this time you want to pray for the way you are your care. This is how you want to pray that that person will pray spiritually. This is how you want to pray for the ministry. This is how you want to produce results. This is how you want to produce results. This is how you want to see a change and be effective in it. I beg you to pray this. Try out to pray us.